Monster Podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. I am Victor Miguel. And I'm Marissa McHale. And today we are here to discuss Season 1, Episode 9 of Dexter, titled Father Knows Best. We are in the peaks of the Dexter Season 1 television show in terms of, like, great writing, storytelling, and all Mm -hmm. that. Like, this is, like, these first eight episodes were, like, a build-up to get to these four. Like, this is the payoff. Yeah. Uh, This episode is sort of slower I guess let me ask you this. We got off the high, I'm doing air quotes, of, oh my God, we know who the ice truck killer is. Yeah. Then into this episode. Did you feel, I mean, I, I, I could tell you were going to make fun of me as soon as I say, did you feel the lull after this after that episode? I'm not making fun of you. You are. Um, Just in my head. Uh, <laughs> so I felt a little bit of the lull, but it was also one of those things that you kind of told me. Yeah, the I next episode's stop. a little bit of a lull, and then doing that. and then I was kind of I I kind of didn't think it was as lully lully <laughs> as it could have been. I was like, oh, that's not yeah, it wasn't that. I I, I guess why I said it because I remember being like, oh my god, we know who the ice truck killer is. Next episode is going to be like yeah, crazy, and it, all of a sudden it's like we're we're gonna do a, a family story plot line. Yeah. Like what? No, it was definitely different, but um, I didn't think it was as lully as it could have been. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh. I won't even say what what the next week's few of these episodes are, but we are really... Uh, does this episode go into like your top two episodes so far or not really? Mm, not, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Just, we're like, what, ep- nine episodes? Um, I'm just going to wonder now if every question you ask me, if you're tricking me. Like, <laughs> is, like are you asking me that question how, for a reason? How great has the feedback been of that? Yeah. That, like, yeah. You know, I think it's, it was so perfect. Yeah, again, I um, and I, I know we talked about it a lot last episode, but I can't believe how blinded I was by every, all of that. You know that. what, though? Everyone No, was. I know. I, and that just shows how good the show yeah. was, you know? But, um, yeah. Now I can't even look at them. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up and... and I guess this ties into something else. What happens with Dokes and Batista in this episode? Yeah. Without, it took me like my third time rewatching this show to realize it sort of sets up the big plot from season two. And I never realized, this seems like a throwaway storyline. Like we got, we got uh, an introduction and a conclusion Mm -hmm. with Dokes and Batista and all that. Like, you know, so it just feels like a, Okay, we have 40 minutes of Dexter. We need 10 minutes of yeah. other characters, yeah. you know? The only thing, um, my father was a police officer, and I know that, like, police officers stick together no oh, yeah. matter what. Yeah. So, like, the fact, and obviously we're going to get into it in the episode, but, like, that whole thing that went down, like, I I definitely felt when the episode was over that that whole dynamic is now going to change. And I don't know if it, that's just my opinion, you know, but I kind of, um, I felt as if the, the that little plot was still open. Yeah, yeah. Uh okay. And that's that's why that's why you're uh you're a superstar here because we get we get your uh first raw, time feedback, yeah. yeah. You, get first, you know, you get the same feedback I would have gotten. Yeah. Um other thing I wanted to bring up and I guess we'll bring this up after the break. We had like a formatting question for season two of how we're gonna tackle it. Uh you just did that wait, wait, what? what? Yeah, I know. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah, formatting yeah. question. Do, do I am I in this question? Um so we'll 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 ask that we'll throw it to the audience after the break. Second thing, shout out to Colton. 
It was, I guess, his birthday yesterday, if you're listening to this on a Monday. Yes. Happy birthday, Colton. Happy birthday, Colton. If you know Colton, Colton makes our sound of the week, uh, kill of the week. Uh, met him through the Six Feet Under podcast. And, you know, he, he a lot of the, uh, I don't want to say criminal stuff, the law, law the law enforcement stuff he, he gives us good insight on. Um, and then, you know. Don't don't shoot the messenger, and you didn't hear it here. I hear that there may be another podcast out there floating around. No, I mean, it's what I heard. My sources are are pretty good, hmm. but uh, something's brewing. Something something is a brewing. Wow! And hopefully, by by the time we end season one, we can let you know. Not a podcast by us. Not a podcast by Colton either. Or is or is it exactly? Look at you. I'm so confused. Are you setting me up again? <laughs> happy uh, birthday, Colton. Yes, happy birthday, Colton. And and I'm doing this on purpose on air because I really want him to do the podcast that he or someone else may or may not be doing. Um, it's not a Dexter podcast, but it's another show we like. That being said, we can get into the episode. Was Father Knows Best a TV show? I'm pretty I sure so, it was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of these episodes end up being old TV shows. Um, we have basically two story. I boiled it down to Dokes and Batista mm-hmm. and I, everything else with Dexter. Because, yeah. I mean, we literally talk about the four characters stay in one place. Yeah. Um, I guess we knock out Dokes and Batista's first, right? Agreed. And somewhere along the line, we'll, we'll, break, um, we'll break to Dexter and yeah. uh, whatnot. Uh, but that. Dokes and Batista are driving around. Dokes sees a man walking. Chase ensues. And by the time Batista finds them, the man is shot. What's going through your mind at this point where... It's funny how this storyline is called. It's like you get like eight minutes of Dexter, then like two minutes of Dokes and Batista. Yeah. Then you get like ten minutes of Dokes of Dexter, then like a minute. Like, you know... Yeah, I feel like I was just as confused as Angel was the whole time. Yeah. And, um... When, uh, yeah, just it just seemed like Angel was going with Dokes' instinct, you know, but didn't really know why. And then when Dexter was at the crime scene, yeah, and was kind of doing his job in the blood spatter, and you know, kind of like nonchalantly was like, no, 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 no it couldn't have been there, like not even questioning Dokes, yeah, but just saying, like, no, 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 that's not where you were standing, like, yeah, so, yeah. like, innocently almost, you know. And Do I you feel have that like, line, by the way, because I have it written down. Oh, no, what is it? So. I have here, oh. like, I love Dokes, because yeah. <laughs> Dexter's like, no, no, you shot him from right there. And Dokes is, I have her like, no, I fucking shot him from right there. So Batista goes, man is just doing his job. <laughs> he goes, the man is a creep job. Yes, yes. <laughs> that I was cracking up. I never laughed at Dokes' line until watching this time. with Like, now you're talking about, God, maybe my 10th, 11th rewatch of this show. Yeah, that's and, insane, And by the way. I'm <laughs> laughing at the Dokes stuff. Maybe for the first time ever. Oh my god, the dokes. Yeah, I am obsessed with every. Like I, that's like one of the things that I wait for. Right. Like right. forget kill of the week. Let's yeah. just hear what dokes has to say. That's yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I was at this point just completely as confused as Angel was. You know, and yeah. it was like kind of written all over his face. You could tell that you know he was so torn. Yeah, yeah. Dexter says the line trauma can distort the memory. Uh, I think that's kind of telling for his storyline. Right. Um. Definitely. And, you know, and obviously it kind of applies to Batista here a little bit. Uh, quick moment when Batista asked for the blood report and we could see that but 
none of this is sitting well yeah. with Batista. And that's yeah. how we kind of know, like, he's really put into a, I don't want to say a pickle, but I mean, he is, he's conflicted yeah. between the truth and, like you said, like sort of the police. Right. Mo- not the motto. The that's brotherhood, like that, yeah, the that's brotherhood like the of thing, it. Like, is yeah. that you know, if if you know, if you know something going on, you stick together. That's yeah. Um, Batista goes to talk to Dokes, and I like sort of like you're saying like that. We have like that honest cop to cop talk. Yeah, just kind of like I just want to know. What, what am I even lying about? Yeah. Or what am I telling the truth about? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, and I felt like that was kind of like Batista's opportunity to Dokes of like, dude, just tell me the truth. Right. You know? And, and it's, it's interesting that Dokes is the one that plays around with the words. Like, Dokes seems like a straight up honest man. Yeah. Like, did you do this? Even if it it it, it means him getting arrested or, or him, whatever, him losing his job. Right. Dokes comes off as the guy who's like, nope, I, I missed it. Yeah, you know, he, and it's just funny here. Like he's not. It come to find out why. Yeah, he's like lying about it, whatnot. Uh, um, Batista is interrogated by Internal Affairs. Uh, the next scene where he's in the car. Yeah, and he's kind of talking. We think he's talking to himself or someone, and we find out the, yeah. the Internal Affairs. Um, for an episode that's titled Father Knows Best and deals with a lot of daddy issues, <laughs> um, did you catch the line Batista says, like, my father said I wanted, all my father ever asked of me is to be an honest man. No, I didn't uh, even th- That's that how up. it starts off, like, you know, yeah. um, it's the only, like, parallel between the two storylines. Yeah. But, you know, Batista no, says, huge. all I wanted to be is, like, an honest, all my father ever asked of me is to be an honest man, and so he tells, like, the truth, you yeah. know? Um, I feel like you could, like, literally see the confliction like in yeah, like yeah. in every ounce of his body like you see that like he's just so conflicted on what yeah he should do you know and, and i mean ultimately like he did the right thing you know there's no like being honest yeah it, it, it's a tough situation and i mean talk about getting shit shoveled on him oh by the my end of God, the episode i know this poor batista i know <laughs> um but but you know Batista, you know, the blood doesn't, the blood spatter doesn't match, you know, and Batista confesses that he heard, I, I don't know enough about guns that the nine or the 38, I'm just yeah. assuming the louder one went off first and that's how Batista knows. Uh, so we get to see what LaGuerta and Dokes that this, uh, this Bayard who was killed was a part of these Haitian death squads. Yeah. Insane. These Haitian death squads sound terrifying. Yeah. And if all this guy got was a bullet... In the I head, know. I'm assuming he got shot in the head. I don't even know where they say he got shot. I, I don't know if they said it, but yeah. If that's all he got, if this is like, if we're going to go believe that he was yeah. a part of the Haitian death squad and all of this, he's lucky yeah. <laughs> to only be shot. Yeah. You know, that deserves torture. No, and it de- yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely crazy. Now, I like, not a nitpick. No, no. <laughs> Let, let the hate but, flow through you. But um, uh, I'm the emperor. You're Darth Vader here. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But um, like how, you know, could he just like see him off the street? And okay. then also, you would just think that like if he saw him, like there's no criminal charges that he could have like here. And and I'm not even saying that he deserves a trial. I'm not saying any of that. But he couldn't like capture him and do. 
Right, right. You um, know, and, and just be honest the whole time. The, good question because they're uh, they're oh god, I can't talk tonight. Something I wanted to bring up is I don't think I knew this until I moved down here to to, to Miami. The Haitian population, we have to be the most yeah populated Haitian in America. Yeah, I would agree. I don't know anywhere else. Like I. Don't, I definitely met Haitian people when I was in New York. Mm-hmm. There's Haitian communities here. Yeah. Like areas, you know, they call Little Haiti. Little Haiti, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, and I mean, man, talk about, I know, have you ever walked into someone like, oh my God, you look just like, oh, it's not you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he's just like walking on the side of the road, carrying yeah, his yeah. groceries. Like that could have been any, and, and Dokes is driving in a car, not even like walking next to him, passing him, you know, that it was just to like, To be what? fair- as soon as Dokes gets out of the car, that guy runs. Yeah. Oh, and, that, so, and that's true too. That's like, true Like, you know too. what I mean? Like, that, that if was... someone started coming after me, I'd probably start running once I realized right. that guy No. Second, yeah. You know what and, I mean? And that was another thing too. Is and that... he had a gun on him and shot. Yeah. Florida, everyone could carry guns, but go on. But that was another thing too, is that with Dokes, you could see his um, badge from his belt. From his belt. Yeah. So when I first watched it, I didn't know what was going on and I was confused, but I knew that this guy like had to kind of deserve something yeah. because- you know, if someone was running up to me, I mean, I think that yeah, I initially I would probably run, but my reflexes would not be that fast. So I right, wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't expect. You know what I mean? I, I I also imagine the life of. I imagine like this is how pedophiles must feel. Yeah. Um, what, what's other like war crime, war criminals like this and that, like always being watched, kind like of thing. Well, you know the thing is, uh, in the movie, you ever see the movie Heat? Al Pacino, no. Val Kilmer, a bunch of people. Um, they say they're like life criminals, and their motto, that like how they live, is like you. Oh, you got to be ready to drop everything in your life in thirty seconds. Crazy. Like that's the life you live. Yeah. If you're gonna commit to this life within thirty seconds, you got, you got to be able right. Uh, and if this guy, I'm gonna stop saying. Let's assume because there's no reason why Doke shot this guy that wasn't a Haitian, right? Uh, he's probably at any time just gotta know. Yeah. Like I could walk into the store, shot. Yeah. Or or whatever. Um. Cre- uh, all this being said, like it's crazy just to think a cop and talk about. This episode would have not aired in today's time. <laughs> yeah, you know def- what I mean. I know definitely. Like, that, it definitely fuck. that that when the first time I watched it, that definitely the first time I watched it in the first beginning of the episode yeah, before yeah. we know how bad this guy is. Yeah. Um. I that it definitely hit home to me because I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is like yeah, it would not be aired in today's time. There's, you know it, that happened quite a few times as we did six feet under. Like, yo, this this isn't yeah. not not in today's world. No, and this is. And, and it's just unfortunate that this is like too real. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's like why. This, this but sounds like a storyline from today and think about, you know, yeah. um, to get back to, to the episode a little bit. I, I'm with LaGuerta when she kind of, conf- you know, we find out who it is, whatnot. Like, For sure. Like if Dokes is right and he was a part of this, like blessing, you know, yeah, for he, sure. he deserved much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, I I it just goes back to I like like their workmanship together, like yeah. Laguardia and Dokes. Like it's just showing again that they have like a really good partnership. Yeah. you know. Uh, I still think it's sort of uh, has that like that Batman tendency, and up until you know two or three years ago, like it's the only time superhero movies started getting a little diverse. Like yeah, just 
but the black man and the Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Anyways. Um, so we come to find out dropped. Yeah. <laughs> and this poor Batista. Oh, I'll my tell you gosh. What, I watched the episode how many times I felt for him like yeah. I never did before. Maybe. You know what? We get this a lot with Six Feet Under. You watch that show when you're 20, 25, 30. You experience it way different. Here, I felt Batista just like, oh my God. I yeah. Mean, like, just going through all of this and are you dropped? Are you... What? Tell yeah. me. What do you mean? Yeah. You know? Literally, when you said that he got shit shoveled on him, yeah. that is like yeah. the... Per- like, that's like the only way to describe <laughs> it. And I agree with you a thousand percent. I literally felt... Just as much as I felt him being conflicted in earlier in the episode, I felt like his, I don't even know if what you want to call it, you know. Remorse, I, I guess. Yeah, I get, yeah, definitely. You know, I felt it. It was, yeah. And I, I think this, oh God, this, sometimes it's hard to talk about this show. This, ep, this from here on out puts Batista in like, he never, if you want to make a scale, like one is bad. 10 is good, 5 is kind of... I don't think he ever goes below like an Mm (laughs) 8. Like he's always a good guy. He never... He gets in trouble here and there, but this episode kind of really... Like, you know what I mean? Um, Are... Do we think... Did you even question it when Legretta's like, yeah, DC came in, wiped it all up, thing is... Do you believe that or do you think like Legretta kind of just used her power her political power her ca- power as captain yeah and just got it swept under the rug or do you think there was an actual washington dc investigation and all that um i didn't think about it but now that you're asking me i think it was probably laguerta i i i saw it on that was laguerta yeah. like like listen and and to tell batista like how can you tell batista i just swept it under the rug yeah or you could blame it on a third party and how Absolutely. often do you do that in life yeah like I, I didn't I wasn't late. There was traffic. Yeah, it's the same yeah, thing. Exactly. <laughs> you know? No, definitely. I think it was her. Uh, and then in the next scene, we sort of see that, like you know, a little too convenient for my taste. But he literally walks out of the office, bumps into an officer. Yeah. Squeak, squeak. Yeah. Uh, still cool. You know, and, and then Dokes kind of, <laughs> you know, the same way. Uh, I'm trying to think of of you know, I, I can't I can't recall of a way, but Dokes let every lets everyone know like, no. Like, well, he says Batista's like he's not our, like yeah. He says that's Batista's not how you, your yeah. superior. I think well, yeah, you owe and, an apology. And he's just yeah. and he's just letting everyone know like, yo, maybe he is a rat. That's none of your business. Yeah, that's between me and him. Yeah. And which still, is cool for Dokes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just I mean. shows his and, and that's what I mean. Like going back to the beginning of the episode, like you know, if if it meant Dokes, were you late to work? And he could lie, he wouldn't. Yeah, you would just say no, I was late. Right, and you're fired. Okay, that's right. what I deserve for you know. And that's why here it's like no, no. You you may have yeah. gone against the code, but you don't deserve. That's between you and me. I I, I guess is how I yeah. took it. Yeah, and, and while um while I thought that was pretty commendable of Dokes, Dokes is kind of the one that put Angel in oh, that course, bad situation. So he has to also feel some sort of remorse too. Like yeah. it, you know, it it was kind of you know he put him in that situation where he was questioning whether to be honest about his job or not you yeah. know what i mean so i mean that's that, that's serious stuff so you know you know dokes handled it the right way but also handled it the way that he should have yeah yeah uh i i, I guess that sort of finishes up our our dokes yeah. and batista we spent a lot more time on that than i thought we were gonna huh. i thought we were just kind of you know anyways um i guess to to rewind to how we usually start our episode starts out with dexter in the shower 
and of course Rita has to jump in, and then Cody jump in. Uh, growing up, did you have a one shower, one bathroom house, or no? You were you always fortunate to have two showers? Um, two I believe I always had two bathrooms. Yeah. yeah, I remember growing up, it was like this, and wow, it was like this until I was way older. Um, because uh, do you remember? <laughs> Was was not flushing while in the shower a thing to you or no? We went to Orlando this past week and I, w- I was in the shower and I said, don't flush. And it sounded like you've never heard that before. No, so I've definitely heard that, but I don't oh, think okay. it matters. And I think if oh, you no, flush... it matters. I think if you flush, it just makes the shower hotter. That's what I thought. No, it gets colder. That's the whole deal. I'm going to do an experiment. <laughs> this, no. week, this week at some point, I'm going to flush and we will see. Okay, okay. Uh... <laughs> Um, and I think what this episode is all about, we, we sort of learned that Dexter has a scar on his torso yeah. and the idea of a scar, old wounds, you know, and this is the ultimate old wound from, sure. from Dexter, whatnot. Um, oh man. <laughs> no, what? no, 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 not yet, not yet. no, no, I wasn't going to spoil it. I'm oh. going to talk about Deb here when she's, I have such the same way I like felt Batista's pain. Yeah. I've never more in my life. I'm not going to say hate Deb more like you get everything you deserve. It's like my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend. Come on, Dex, meet my boyfriend. You don't want to meet my boyfriend. Why don't you want to meet my boyfriend? Come on, just meet my boyfriend. Even Dexter's like, shit, you really love that boyfriend. Word. Yeah. Like relax. Yeah. <laughs> How, what is the timeline here? I like, know three episodes, but I feel like, and this is just season one, so I don't know Deb well. Deborah, grow up. <laughs> definitely. No, like, definitely. Up. Definitely. In more ways than one, which we will get to in this <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah. But um but definitely grow up. But we also know that Deb has not had the best relationship past and And this like, is why. Well yeah. And she also cried during sex. So yeah, we can't like forget all, about that. Like all of it. He is this Rudy, we know he's the ice truck killer. <gasps> And and he she could not be eating more out of his palm. Yeah, like we're gonna talk about a lot of the weirdness that goes on, and maybe a little bit television friendly, but also I can understand it. But this Deb, like, no, I know. Maybe wait a little bit before you want him to meet your brother. Like, just just how old do you think Deb is? So this episode, we find out Dexter's thirty six. Okay, because. For reasons I can't tell you that that didn't <gasps> happen this episode. Uh, we know Dexter's 36 here. Okay. Deb, I mean. She can't be that much younger. Yeah, I- I'll look. If, uh, I'll try to Late remind 20s, myself during the 30s? break. I-, I think she's definitely over 30. Okay. I mean, the way she acts, she might be 21. <laughs> <laughs> well, but in like the flashbacks and stuff, they don't seem like they're that no, far no, apart no. in I-, age. I say she's minimum 32. Yeah. And, and I- I'll figure this out during the break, but. Oh, God. You know, and we see this... This We find out Dexter has a dad. He kind of gets served papers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, and and at this point, we don't know if it's his dad or not. Yeah. And we find out that he left a, a house to Dexter in his will. And, you know, here, here starts the storyline of everything that Harry told Dexter may or may not be a lie. Yeah. Um, and, you know, between... Harry lying to Dexter about his... At the end of the episode, we find out yeah. that is his dad, right? Harry lying to him about that. How 
we've come to realize, and this is something I've realized on this rewatch and doing the podcast, and it's something that Janet had sent in, how unreliable Dexter is as a narrator. Yeah. And the fact that he clearly lies to himself about having feelings. This entire show is one big lie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, nothing is true that's happening. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Kind of like, weird. Like, yeah, think, if, 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 I, if I present the facts to you like that, like the narrator yeah. lies to himself and you. Yeah. Says he doesn't have feelings, clearly has feelings. The, the, the code and everything that the main character is based upon been a bunch of lies right <laughs> this entire show is like a a, a a shell but it's also like a mystery type you know what I yeah, mean? so yeah. that's the whole I, I guess i'm talking at this point if if i was here live in 2008 i would just it's a huge mystery because like what's true and what's yeah. not yeah you know what i but mean that adds to it too yeah yeah so dexter has to go deal with the house and rita comes comes with him um this date city do you know where this is no uh, it's like near Tampa. Oh, okay. Like four and a half hours away. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I always heard Dade City. I always thought this was Dade County. Yeah, well, I would just assume it would be in Dade County. Right, because, right. But then the whole small town thing, I was like, nothing small town about Dade County. Right, so, right, yeah. right, right. Um, and, and so we, we see our, our first scene with Rudy, who we now know is the ice truck killer, yeah. right? And they do sort of that, I don't want to say hokey, but... You know, he goes to grab a scissor. Like, was he really going to kill her right there? Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> just like, okay, yeah. you know, but like, I guess that's the first, that's the first thing we've seen of him. So right. may, maybe, you know, back in 2006, maybe. Um, Deb tells Rudy about Dexter's dad and Rudy says the line, you know, open up, opens up some old wounds, which I think is, you know, kind of talking about the scar and everything the scar is. Yeah. Um, the way Rudy inserts himself into this weekend. Definitely weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is so funny to say because Deb is Deb. Yeah. Let's let's make this me and you. Yeah. What are we? A month into dating? Right. Make it two months. Yeah. Let's even make it two months. How weirded out would you be? If I'm no, like, I know. We need to go help you. Like, <laughs> like so infatuated with my brother. And never met him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't met your brother yet, and it's because he lives in another state. Yeah. How weird would it be if the second month we were dating? I, was I like, know. I, 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 we need to go. Yeah. Maybe your brother doesn't know how to ask for help. And it's like, he's my like, brother. I've do you been... know his middle name? Yeah, literally, yeah. No, it's like, definitely, it's... Have you ever, you don't even, you've never met him. Yeah. You legit don't even know what he looks like. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> you know? So weird. Um. Oh, God. Like, Deb should be here. You don't even know my brother. Yeah. And, and they're at the point where, no, I'm staying in bed all weekend with you. You know, I don't know. Who's going to pass that up? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, no, let's go help your brother. Yeah. Who, and you know what's funny? And I have this a few times in my notes. This death means more to everyone else except Dexter. That's so true. Dexter just yeah. realized, I was like, can I just deal with this? I know, yeah. Like, yo, if I was Dexter, everyone, home. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like the dad. <laughs> everyone, go home. You guys go to the Motel 6. Yeah. I'm going to sit here and deal with this because you guys are all fucking yeah. <laughs> everything up, you know? That's so funny. Uh, Rita calls off Paul's weekend with the kids. And of course... <laughs> Paul, being the glow example of what a rehabbed father should be, yeah. freaks out and he just really shows. Yeah, definitely. He hasn't changed one bit. Not at all. Not at all. Sometimes you have to laugh at this show, man, because that guy, nothing reformed about him. No. How much better would the storyline be if he really was like, wow, shit, he could challenge Dexter for like, maybe Rita does kind of like him. Right. And then at the end of this episode, that happens. Yeah. Like, 
why have him flip like <laughs> you know you break up with your your girlfriend your your ex-wife whatever and you're in that period of like getting back you know you're, you're both at your best right right roses and fl- you know yeah, stuff yeah, you yeah. never do yeah. and take you out to dinner and everything this guy's been a shithead since day one. Literally <laughs> since day one. Like almost and, <laughs> and flips like that, like nothing, you know? I know, and it's like this guy hasn't rehabbed that you go no. you know, something that gets lost, you know, you hear someone went to prison and you're just like, Oh, bad bad person. Yeah. Like whatever. And I guess speaking completely out of line here, like the idea of how many criminals repeat go back to jail. I don't know that number, but the idea of prison is like you're reformed. Yeah. You were you 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 were so bad. You did this. Prison was supposed to change, and I guess that's not how it works. But nothing changed about nothing Paul. at all. Like if Dexter didn't show up, I bet you he was probably gonna like fucking start beating her. Yeah. I I God, it kills me that they don't make Paul super sympathetic and like maybe like he knows how to get along with Rita better than Dexter does. Or, or you know what something I mean? like yeah, something that or kind of some, or or make the kids so desperate to only yeah. see Paul that Dexter is, and they shove Dexter away. Yeah. You know, you know, just anything besides, he's a, he's a meathead. Right. <laughs> Especially when there's you get to that nothing last, that yeah, there's, there's no nothing substance. Redeeming. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Uh, um Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh let's see. Where we at with time here? I guess we could uh Get get to the second part of this when when they show up to the house in uh, Date City here. So I guess that means we could break. And now a word from our sponsors. The bodies awaiting cremation while they notify the next of kin. Hey. I'm your only Mexican. Don't you fucking forget it. Two of the podcast. <laughs> Part three. Well, here's what I here's. I have three two, things. No, oh, three. Nope. If I fart three times, how many calories do I burn? Oh. <laughs> one fart is sixty-seven calories. Okay, so do the math. Cover hundred and ninety-ish. One. A little under two hundred. <laughs> Maybe two hundred. Two hundred and one. Really? God, you, you're good. <laughs> sixty-seven calories. Yeah. So one fart equals sixty-seven calories. Correct. Instafax. <laughs> Second thing. Yeah. We were talking about the formatting of the podcast and something we wanted to discuss regarding season two. Yes. Uh, you may or may not notice as we we have a lot going on in our lives. Uh, sort of the fun thing about Six Feet Under and now I'm hoping with Dexter is kind of like we kind of make friends and we have like a like a little community where we always talk, you know, yeah. uh, six feet under every week. You, you, you like feel it and see it on social media and whatnot. And I want to obviously do the same thing. And I feel like we could have a lot more fun. Six feet under was so heavy. Mm-hmm. Like it was so, you know, you're talking about people dying and, yeah. and whatnot. And, you know, we had an episode where the last 40 minutes of the episode, David, Michael C. Hall, is getting the shit kicked out of him by... He got mugged. Yeah. And it was like, God, I don't like, you know, I don't want to relive that. I want to talk about, you know, Dexter, Deb and Rita dancing to slow ride. And and like, funny like, Yeah. Call yeah. people a creep job. Like, yeah. Have a lot more fun with it. Um, so I guess what I'm saying all of that to say we were tying 
the whole premise of the podcast is super fan me. You've never seen the show. Yeah. So we were sort of toying with the idea of like maybe in between season one and two, we're taking a break between the seasons one and two because we have a lot going on in our lives and we need a little bit of a break. <laughs> um, all good stuff. All, all good, yeah, yeah, no. all good stuff. <laughs> all, 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 yeah. all good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Just I need a little bit of a break because we just got off a month of two podcasts a week. We just came back from vacation. We just came back like, from no vacation days off. and we have a lot of stuff going on in May. Family all, coming. <laughs> yes, family, uh, family, friends coming. But we, we, so after we finished season one, you know, we obviously have season two. Um, and the idea of like, we were thinking maybe we binge watch it during the break between season one and two. So when we do episodes, maybe a little bit funner to talk about like, you know, something happens in episode one, we can talk about season episode 12. And yeah. Whatnot. So, so as we watch, I would kind of jot down some notes of things that I was thinking so that I can reference back to that when we're um, doing the episodes, but just kind of putting it out there if yeah. you got what everyone thinks of that idea because as of right now we're just watching one episode yeah, a week we we're not ep- going ahead we're not talking about yeah. it we we watch the episodes and then we record like we both haven't watched i mean obviously i have but like you haven't watched episode 10 yet no. we're gonna watch it then record yeah and we don't want to take any of the fun out yeah, of a lot of the fun is you yeah not knowing and i feel like looking back you asked me like what did you think of rudy and i was like yeah. oh he's great like not knowing and that is kind of funny now like yeah. looking back on it so we don't want to take any of the fun away from it but um we just want to know what your thoughts are season i i go back and forth with it season two is like is like going 90 miles per hour on i-95 yeah. Like from from Miami to West Palm. Like yeah. That's season two. Um, so I want I wonder what people think. I'm hoping someone will will present a good point to us. Like this is why you should do that. This is why you shouldn't. Yeah. Because we're know? really on the fence. Like we have one day. Oh yeah, we're gonna binge it. The next yeah. day. Oh no, we're gonna keep how it is. So we we're really whatever you guys think would be more entertaining. And I think like season four, we're doing an episode per week. I already know. Like I'm saying, like the same format we're doing for season one. Okay. Season four, great season. Um. Whatever. Let us know if, yeah. if you if you have an opinion that change, sways us one way or the other. We'd love to hear it because we're very neutral on it. Yeah. Third thing, <gasps> Deb. Let me final guess. How old do you think Deb is? Okay. In this season one, episode nine. So Victor looked her age up on the break. You're and- when you say my name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so babe. this other guy <laughs> looked up um, Deb's age while on break and was flipping out almost flipped the table couldn't get over her age so i'm assuming now she is obviously not in her 30s so i'm going to be 40 no (laughs) so i'm going to go with a wild guess of 25 oh so close what so she's 1979 okay so this is 2006 i can't do the fart math i can't do this math (laughs) so as of right now and this is interesting we bring this up. In this episode, we see Joseph Driscoll was cremated on December 1st. Okay. I don't know if you saw you picked that up or not. Um, but uh, when we see the cremated remains, it says cremated on December 1st. Okay. This episode must have came out either November 31st because, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're in that. that. So on, on a Dexter wiki and whoever out there can go, it's probably on her license in one of the episodes where her birthday is 1979. So she's 26. Wow. Now, Dexter Wiki has her birthday as December 7th, 1979. 
So she's turning 27 in like a few days. And so by, by the next episode, she's already 27. They never celebrate her birthday on the show, but... And we for sure know that Dexter's 36. Yes, we will find out in the season finale. That definitely doesn't make any sense for their flashbacks. There's no way they're 10 years apart. You well, and your sister are seven. Me and my brother are seven. There was always a huge yes, difference. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of when like Dexter... Were, when Dexter was... When he was doing the prom thing. Yeah. That Dexter, because there's two younger Dexters. There's little baby Dexter, like in this episode, and there's like teenage Dexter, right? Yeah, there's yeah. not a third one. Yeah. So, is that is that same teenage Dexter? Remember the episode where they were shooting the cans? Yes. And, and Dexter like threw the can at her. Yeah. Was that teenage Dexter? Yes. That that that. Yeah. See that that. If Dexter is seventeen, there. And she was seven. Seven's little. Yeah. Seven's a baby. You're like six in kindergarten. Five or six in kindergarten. Yeah, that's fucking shooting. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no way. That doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, listen, could be, you know, there's no reason why the, 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 the writers ever thought we would do this. Yeah. Um, but I'm going off a Dexter wiki. Please, someone prove us wrong. Tell yeah. me why I'm wrong. Um, yeah, I, I have Dexter at least, I'm sorry, Deb, at least five years older. Let's get into the episode. Let's. We, we've wasted a lot of time. On farts. <laughs> on farts, yes. Rita, uh, we discussed that already. Dexter and Rita show up to Joseph Driscoll's house. I love when television does this, where this little, at first it's just like, ha ha ha, you think it's for there for comedy, this little old lady. Oh, she's so cute. Is like, oh, the cable. Um, but it's it's set up for a little moment at the end of the episode. Like, Definitely, <gasps> yeah. Or a gasp, per yeah. se. Um, I, I love when te- television does that, when they execute it well. Yeah. Like, you know, because it totally seems like, Something that would normally happen. Right. And it's not, you know, completely, completely out of the blue, whatnot. Um, the doorbell rings and who shows up? Deb and Rudy. Do Rudy you- seems, sorry to cut you off. Rudy Go seems ahead. just as infatuated with Dexter as Dexter is with him. Obviously not knowing him, knowing the <laughs> ice truck killer. That's really funny. But literally like the way that Rudy is even just looking at Dexter and, and you can see Dexter's like picking up on it. Like, Whoa, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, but, um, yeah, it, it's just, he seems so infatuated with Dexter, the same feelings that Dexter has towards him. Do you, I said this to you last week. and I'm going to say it to you now. Almost everything, every word that comes out of Rudy's mouth is so like geared towards Dexter and what Definitely. Dexter doesn't know, what we know. Did you see what his first words were to, to, to Rudy to Dexter? I've been looking forward to meeting you or something. He goes to hug him and he says, I've waited a long time oh, to yes, meet you. Yeah. Which yeah. is just like, yeah. it's funny because it's like, oh yeah, he's his boyfriend, of course. Also, I've been in your house looking at your photos. Yeah. Gonna, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I have Creed. it in my notes here. Deb and Rudy are taking Dexter's dad dying harder than Dexter does. Yeah. You know? And Rita, because Rita even... So, you know, we 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 bypass that, that that scene a little bit where he's like, "Man, you must not be feeling this." And Dexter's yeah. like, oh, "Fucking fine." I know. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like God. <laughs> Everyone. Like yeah. Um. A little nitpick here. Uh oh. And only because I'm in the process of moving into your house. Yes. Do you see how long it took for me to pack? Yeah. You can't do that shit in a weekend. No. Not even with four people. Also, I don't think Dexter packed anything. <laughs> I don't know if you realize that either. At every scene, he's lounging. Yeah, Everyone yeah. else is working. He's literally lounging. <laughs> and and if not, if he's not lounging, he's doing extracurricular activities at night. Yeah. 
Like, you know what I yeah, mean? So, like, he's not doing anything. <laughs> no one's nothing. packing no. nothing. We do get a scene of packing, you know? But, uh, um, yeah, that's funny. They, they ain't packed shit. <laughs> that's really funny. Dexter gets up early, says to himself, luckily I get up earlier than normal people. And who's up brewing coffee? Uh, Rudy. Oh, uh, I like that because it's kind of like this show works best. Yeah, I, I can't even. I, the reason why this Rudy and Dexter thing works so well Rudy's a step ahead of Dexter yeah Dexter's usually a step ahead of right. his victims let's say in control like we talked a lot about last episode Rudy's in control here and Rudy's it's an awesome dynamic yeah and Rudy like you could just tell loves the fact <laughs> that he's in control and you can almost tell that Dexter is like who is this guy yeah, like this yeah. guy's a weirdo and like yeah. not like you could literally see that Dexter is blind to all oh, of and, what Rudy and why is why wouldn't he absolutely you know I mean? definitely yeah but it, it's just funny because Rudy is like like just what you said like every word out of his mouth and he's just such a creep and yeah. he's so like and, and, and immediately he's not even Dexter anymore. He's Dex. Hey Dex, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what do you think about this Dex? You know, yeah, like yeah. they're best buds, yeah. and you could tell Dexter's like, who is this guy? Yeah, you know, yeah, that's funny. It's like if, when he finds out, Dexter goes to the hospital to ID his dad, and more more, more nitpicks or more so plot holes. Um, since we are in Florida, and they are in Florida, uh, and obviously my profession, funeral director, they would not cremate. We'll get into it a little bit later about that they actually cremate him. Uh, they would have never cre- they can't cremate if they don't have Mexican's permission. Hmm. Dexter's dad would have been in refrigeration for months. Wow, that's interesting. Without being cremated, like the that's fact- like huge. Uh, what do you mean? Like, like a big like plot hole kind of thing. It, it, it's it, there's nothing fun about the storyline that takes place over six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you well, know, yeah. so they got to do it. Yeah. And to be fair, they did get in touch with Dexter. Um, but like the idea of like, oh, we were about to cremate him unless we heard from like, no, that would that Barry, maybe Barry, you can disinter someone. You could take them back out of the ground. Cremation is final. Yeah, that makes sense. Me as a funeral director, what I go through with family sometimes of, you know, only person that person has around is a friend. You can't cremate based on friends. You need a family member next of kin. Yeah. So the fact that they reach out to Dexter um, and we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, the doctor says death is the great unifier. Mm hmm. If you think about that, Dexter and Rudy, it like unifies mm, them. Yeah. And I guess the other side, and I've definitely spoke about this a lot in the Six Feet Under podcast, I see it all the time. Like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in years. Yeah. The last time I seen you was a baby. Yeah. And like, death is like, yeah. think about whatever. Think about someone in your family dying. Mm-hmm. You're going to see all your family. Yeah. You never, like it, it's, it is true. Um, Dexter gets a, gets a little memory. And like we said, trauma can distort the memory. His dad driving while listening to some, do you know this band? Who is it? I want to know. Do you know Did the you ever see? Yeah. Uh, Creedence Clearwater okay, Revival. Yeah, yeah. yeah, everyone knows what CCR. CCR. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so th- this little memory kind of makes Dexter draw his blood. It was kind of the tattoo, too, that like sparked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, oh, when he drew his blood, when he... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Draws some blood to Masuka as well as his, and, and that's sort of where we get the flashback about how Dexter got his scar. Something I'm realizing now: How did Dexter send his blood? If this is a weekend, how did Dexter send his blood to Masuka that quest? I fast? didn't know that either. I was wondering that too. I think that's something we're gonna have to we're not gonna we're gonna have to form a phrase. Yeah, that's just. Uh, I listened to this Transformers podcast, and 
whenever something doesn't make sense, they say roll out. Kind of like how Transformers, nice. like, is it, when something doesn't make sense. We got to get a phrase. Roll. I know. We got to get something Ooh, where I'm it's excited. like, like, if you want to say this is a Friday afternoon, actually, no, because Dexter woke up. So whatever. Let's say it's a Friday. Even if you overnight something. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. And can you overnight blood? I mean, you can overnight anything. It's just whether or not you get caught. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh you know it's uh, you could you could overnight money no 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 yeah, you're right uh but you know what? let's say he does overnight it actually that kind of makes sense right Dexter okay. rushes to the post office yeah. overnights it but yes we do need a term of yeah the, the equivalent it. of roll out just so we we stop we stop nitpicking like you know what? it's not supposed to make sense yeah roll out um double dating dexter couples are packing up at the house and, and i think one of the more ironic scenes of this show they play some fog hat, which is slow ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I swear I don't know this because I've been to strip clubs, but this is like a classic strip club song. Really? Like I would like. I mean, you know me. Like I, I, even if I did like going to, uh, even if I did go to a lot of strip clubs, it's not. It's not like something I would like hide. But this is. If you just think about like that first time and you just be like, all right, and welcome to the stage, whatever, <laughs> cinnamon hole, whatever, like. <laughs> It is a strip. What is it's going? <laughs> can we can we roll out? Can we? Yes, let's roll yeah. out. Yes, let's roll out. Wow. Dexter dancing is hilarious. Yeah. And uh, Deb, dancing Deb dancing with the hangers. And when she's like punching the air, she looks like an annoying like like they're having fun, but she's like being especially annoying. Def- she doesn't stop. Yeah, Everyone yeah, else yeah, kind of yeah. like slows down and continues packing. Deb, nope, just sitting yeah, there fist yeah. pumping with the hangers. So there's a really important detail here while they're packing. Did you catch it? I don't know. Uh, well, let how me do ask I know? You, did you catch it? No. Oop, let me. Uh... So it's really cool, and it happened on my. I re- I remember the moment that I caught it. So they're packing. This is like a music montage. Everyone's yeah. dancing, and they're packing while doing so. Rudy is using string. So okay, so I definitely noticed that there was like a lot of string. There was um, there were scissors. There was, I believe, an exacto knife. Uh huh. There was also like at one point, um, Dexter was holding like a garbage bag, and Deb was like twisting yeah. the back. So I thought it was like very similar to the intro of like using all it, of that. And, and yeah. And I and I did notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Dexter is putting stuff in garbage bags. Rudy's like kind of tying everything yeah. up with string. Like, and, and they're like that's focusing just, in on that. Yeah. And it's just cool how they're both, yeah. you know, what they, you know, if kind of like you have Batman and Superman here, you know, I'm just saying like just in terms of yeah, like definitely. what they do. Um, uh, I, I love that. Like I never picked up on that the first time. Just like, oh, look, at it's a, it's a montage. Yeah. Like, Wait a second. He's using string and Dexter's mm-hmm. garbage bags. You yeah. Know? Um, Paul, so the the books, which do I have them here? No, they're in my thing. They all have the D word alliteration, like Darkly Dreaming Dexter, Double Dexter, Dexter is Delicious. Like that's all the books. Kind of like a little bit nod to the books when Paul calls Rita. You know, th- this scene ends with Paul calling Rita. Mm-hmm. She go- kind of goes in the other room. She goes, well, Paul goes rather, um, is Dear Dexter dealing decently with his dead dad oh, okay like yeah totally would go over yeah. your head but just knowing how the books is yeah it's probably just a i don't want to say a throwaway line it is a throwaway line it's not meant no to. but that's cool yeah um i didn't have anything else there because i was picking up on the the d word alliteration 
No, that was... Which is kind of like taunting Rita, this scene, if, to my memory. Definitely, yeah. And and I feel like this is like, like just showing Paul again, like now, like you see him drinking, you see like the beer bottles in the background. Oh, okay. yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just like, so, it's yeah, just, yeah. again, like more of his like decline. Yeah. Dexter is doing dishes and Rudy comes over. And this Rudy's seriously trying to connect with Dexter. Big time. Um, and, and just be, like being so swarmy. way too much. Yeah. yeah. And if you imagine the boyfriend on the third day you met him. No. And your dad just died. Well, he's and, like, well, hold on. And on top of that, he, this guy, we're going to call him a guy, is trying to convince Dexter, maybe your adoptive stepfather lied to you. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I'd be comfortable telling you that. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, um, Like, take a step back, buddy. Yeah. But like, it's not... You know, because I'm pretty sure Rudy says the line, like, maybe your stepfather lied to you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Step back. Um, Dexter steals trash cans. Well, Rita says Dexter's out stealing trash cans, and then you have the oh, line that... Oh, criminal. Yeah, I, I, like I like it. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, how great, though. I, I guess everything we're saying, and I, I guess the reason why we're, we're, we're jumping so much on Rudy... How great is he, though, of an actor? Like, Definitely. He's playing that role great where he... I could see this... I've seen this guy before, like, way too insertive with families. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for being, sure. Like, you know, like, do you really want to do... It's like, whoa, what? Like, yeah. You know? But I love the way he plays it. Amazing. It's so funny, too, because before I found out who he really was, I loved him. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh, this is great. And now I like I'm so creeped out. Like, But <laughs> yeah. it's like that just shows, I feel like, to his acting, you know, like I'm just so creeped out. I'm so like mad at him, yeah, you know, yeah. like every word he says, I'm like, oh, you know. Yeah. yeah. Masuka calls with the DNA test and we find out that indeed it was his father. Um, I never understood why this drives Deb up a wall like this. I don't get why she's like. If you have the answer, explain it to me because I'm like, I never understood why this like character change of just like why she cares so much yeah. that Dexter. I think she's more upset that Dexter gets the DNA test than the fact that Harry lied. I I kind of think so too. And you said in the beginning of the episode um, when she kept calling Rudy, referring, "Oh my boyfriend, my boyfriend," that she was immature. I felt like this whole entire Harry lying situation, she just handled it so immaturely. And it's one of those things that when we grow up. Um, you know, we idolize our parents and we just think that they are the best and they know everything and this and that. But we learn, I think everyone as an adult pretty early on that like, no, like they don't know everything. Why are you laughing? We found out maybe two months ago that maybe you're not naturally muscular. What? <laughs> That maybe your mother just told you that your entire life. Okay, first off, I am definitely naturally muscular. Thank you. Anything your mother says. I love you, mom. <laughs> um, but no, so but, and, but that, and, that's part. That's that's something on a much smaller scale. I do still idolize my mother. But anyway, but like, no, but like, is it? I'm talking like that's something. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I just feel like like okay, whether you're 26 or 32 or somewhere in the middle. At this point in your life, you are a mature adult, especially in her profession. You see bad guys all the time. Like, you know that, like, it's like one of those things when you're younger and you don't, you don't have any concept of, like, doing wrong. Yeah. You know? And it's like, how are you that immature to just think that anything your father tells you is totally, don't even question it. (laughs) Well, let let me, let me 
just to play devil's advocate, and it's not that I disagree with you. Mm-hmm. There is naturally muscular. Uh, don't drive with the lights on because you're blind. Did you ever hear that when you were little? So do you want to know another another thing? My mom used to tell me, don't put my shoes on the table because it was bad luck. So oh, then one time, oh. <laughs> so then one time I was at my friend's house. I was like 16 or 17 and she put her shoes on the table and, and, and I didn't really like, but I was like, oh my God, don't put your shoes on the table. It's bad luck. And I thought it was just one of those things like knock on wood. I yeah, thought it was yeah. like, and um, her mom looked at me and was like, what are you talking about? And I told her, my mom always said that. And she just starts cracking up. She goes, honey, your mom just didn't want you to put your shoes on the table. And I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh yeah. But in my, in my like mind, I was like, oh my God, what? You know? Um, I remember finding out, honestly, probably like five years ago, the don't drive with the lights on because you'll blind other drivers. You ever heard? You never heard that when you were little? No. Don't uh, drive with like your inside lights on. Yeah. Oh. Be- I would used to want to have it on as a kid so I could like read my book or like play my video game, but it was always like, no, that's just how you get yeah. it's easier. Uh don't make silly faces because your face might get stuck I, like that. Yes, right. and I believed that one <laughs> so much. I was, and it would be like I would, I would like catch myself making like a silly face. And I'd be like, oh my god, like, am I okay, okay, okay. It did, it did not that time. Like I, I, I sneaked away. And then there's, you know, dad left us because he, because he cheated on us. And you come to find out later in life, and like actually, I'm not saying this is your family or my yeah. family. Like you've come to find out, mom actually cheated. Yeah. So there's two. Like I'm with you on a lot of what you're saying. If you come to find out, though, that your your father, your stepbrother's adoptive father lied about what actually happened to your real father. Yeah. I'd imagine while maybe you don't react like Deb did, um, I would expect a reaction. Yeah. What happens with her? And now you're making me understand why I always saw I always felt the scene was like missing a line or or missing in a scene earlier in the episode. And now you're making me understand why. Um I get her reaction a little more now. Yeah. Way over the top. My boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend. Everyone meet my... Just yeah. immature. Yeah, just all around. Um, well, like you said, like, grow up a little yeah. bit, Deb. Like, you know, and and also, though, I, I am naturally muscular. You are. But anyway, we can move past. Uh, we find out that there was a sedative in Joseph Driscoll's system, and I love that one that's mentioned, the camera cuts real quick to Rudy. Um Dun dun dun. <laughs> it also made me wonder why is Dexter investigating his father's at the time that you know once we find out why is he investigating it so hard about like the prick of the of the 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 needle and, and all I that. I feel like because of Dex- Dexter's job and the nature of what he does outside of his job. I guess and he does keep saying like professional curiosity but like I'm sure in your profession there are things that maybe when you know of a family member or a right. friend that has passed away, maybe you have more questions or more insight to it than sure. someone I, I, else would. I guess what I'm saying is if like one of my close friends, 30 years old, you know, 30, 35 years old, uh, dropped out of a heart attack, I'd want to know more. Joseph Driscoll's, right. what, he's 60 something, they say? Look, you see Rudy's using yeah. string. Yeah. Uh, and Dexter using trash bags yep. and all that. It's funny we have the we we what we have the episode on while we record the podcast. Um, Look at Deb, not doing anything, <laughs> not doing dancing. anything. Even Rita's doing something. Look, duct tape both of them. Look, nope, Deb's got the hanger. <laughs> this is not interesting. <laughs> I love so doofus in this montage. Um, totally lost what I was saying. Anyway, why his father died? The investigation. You know, 70 years old, uh, whatever, he's 60-something, they say in the episode, and 
the fact that you didn't even know this man while you did find out it just doesn't it seemed a little bit out of like why Dexter was so I just think Dexter's wired differently fair enough and he is <laughs> you know so that, yeah. that that was just what I took from it I didn't really think about it too hard because I just yeah. that's what I thought and there Dexter and Deb have this I don't want to say this fight it's more Deb <laughs> it's more Deb you know yelling at Dexter and, and all his family in front of Rudy and Rita yeah. Awkward. It also made me realize they named these characters intentionally. Rita starts with an R. Rudy starts with an R. Mm. Just just a little, you know. Um, but Deb is taking all this so much harder than Dexter. Because even the way Dexter is like, fine, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> just, I felt like Dexter, honestly, though, handled him really well. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, um, calling back to the beginning of the episode, the old lady mentions a cable repair man and we'll get there later you know because dexter wants to know if anyone visited and we'll get there uh dexter goes to investigate the body of joseph driscoll to find an invest an injection point and he founds out finds out joe was cremated this is not even a nitpick this is just a plot hole and why would the dexter show do their in research in terms of like you know I'm probably the only person to ever be like, no, he can't be. Yeah. Dexter had a sign of form that was cremated, you know, cremated. Like, there's no way Dexter would have shown up and like, <gasps> cremated. Yeah. Like, he would have known beforehand, you know. Um, is this is this just Rudy being so in, in tune with his, his idea, his plan, and Dexter, like, he's just, he knew Dexter was going to go investigate and just drive out to go find him. You know what I mean? It, it, it's very, it's very convenient yeah well i and i wonder how did dexter get there did he oh that's a great point i don't even (laughs) did he walk there and then and then in that case did rudy just follow him right right or you know if he drove i guess rudy could have followed him also but if he drove like where's his car yeah let me i'm gonna top i'm gonna top your nitpick with a bigger nitpick top it so again i work in a funeral home do you i i let me let me rephrase i'm a funeral director (laughs) <laughs> and of course I work for a funeral home um, if one day a family's cremator remains just went missing oh my god I'd probably be out of a job yeah I might lose my license just being associated with the funeral home obviously this is not a funeral home this is a medical examiner's office they go into the next day everyone goes to work where's Joseph Driscoll's cremator remains what do you no where are they like huge yeah <laughs> like this is i could not imagine this is like uh uh you know the gun of a police investigation going missing yeah like obviously you know no one's gonna go to, like yeah actually you know what? you might go to jail like yeah. for cremator remains this is the same way if a body was stolen from a, a grave you know insane um anyway um here's we this dexter realizes cremated security finds him dexter escape and like you said Rudy's just happens to be there. How did get Dex in. get there? How did you know, whatever? Um, and this is where Rudy makes Dexter realize that you know that is his dad, and it makes him scatter his ashes at the bowling alley. If I was nitpicking, this is highly illegal <laughs> to just scatter. How gross! How so gross! How gross would Florida be if you're just like going to Publix and then there's someone just there dumping cremated remains? Because yeah. my father loved Publix. Yeah. Like that would be gross, you know. It is nice. It is fitting. You, you see how much of a bowler Joseph Driscoll was. You know. Right. I guess you need someone to sort of, you know, Dexter could keep saying I don't have feelings, but 
you know, why you go investigate your father's that doesn't mean anything to you, mm-hmm. even if he was stabbed to death and everything doesn't doesn't affect Dexter in any way. He lived four and a half hours away from Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> uh he Rudy, has something. Rudy kind of rings Dexter in, like, hey, maybe appreciate your dad a little bit. Or, you know, whatever how we make some uh, um scatter. Um did you know Dexter to be a bowler at this point or no? No. Okay. Uh, Not at all. Well, I guess this is the first episode they mention it. Season two stuff. When Dexter comes back, Rita finds, uh, found a box of papers and we see it, a card that a young Dexter wrote to his blood donor. Um, you know, we kind of see like Dexter writes the card and comes to find out. Harry's like, no, that guy's gone. And just Harry, the way he sees Dexter... Make sure that Joseph got this, yeah. Which I thought was nice and like honorable as a right adoptive father going through whatever the hell he was going through with Dexter. Um, as Rudy and Deb leave, and again, I I can't say too much how much I love this. Where that old lady yells out, "Is it, did you catch like you caught that right at oh, the end? Oh, for sure, yeah, she, definitely. Like, oh my god, yeah. Hey, Cable, she was like, "Come fix my box, come yeah. fix my." Th-. Yeah, she was yelling at him to come fix her stuff. And Rudy killed, yeah, Dexter's father. Yeah, Howie, that's extensive planning, super because Joseph Rudy would have had to known. Dexter was in the will. Dexter didn't know that this was his father. Yeah. How did Rudy know? And also, Rudy's some like big shot prosthetic doctor. When uh-huh. are you working? <laughs> you know? Honestly, though, you have time to drive four and a half hours, kill this guy. And then do it a few days later. Yeah. Just to go back to kill the, the, yeah. the, the woman. Yeah. Yo, that's nine oh, hours driving. No, that poor woman. <laughs> I loved her. That's nine hours driving each way. This is 18 hours he did. And also, he it's even more than that because he went back... With them to clean up the house. No, that's right. It, it, it was, oh, my God. Yeah. It's been 27 20, hours. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of farts. It was, <laughs> it was nine hours to go kill Joseph Driscoll. Yep. Nine hours to go with Dexter, Rita, clean up the and house. Dev, and then nine hours to go kill the old woman. Yes. Again, I think the biggest, if, if we're going to uh, pie chart this, the biggest question here is how did Rudy know... Dexter was in Joseph Driscoll's yeah. will, because that's how he—that's the reason why he kills him. So to 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 create this weekend, mm-hmm. putting in all that work, just go to fucking, <laughs> just just go to boat campers. Right, for the night. I know. Yeah, <laughs> boat just campers, go to dinner, right double date. Yeah, go to Applebee's. Go to go that's to so Duffy's. You know, um, I love that. While that woman comes out, Dexter just totally like, nope. Yeah, he's just like, like okay, yeah, lady, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I kind of got what I need. I'm out, right? You know? And that's like what anyone would have reacted <laughs> with. Um, our episode ends with Rita putting the kids to bed. Paul comes over, and again, like a rehabbed man trying to win his kids back, burst his way into Rita's house. Um, Rita, I think for the first time we've seen on the show, outsmarts him. Yeah, but I didn't like why would she kind of allow herself to be in that situation because while she did outsmart him did she even know she was going like i feel like she was surprised herself that she that that he hits him yeah that's what i felt i i I think i think how this went is she knew he was gonna come over no no he could no no he comes over and he busts his way in i think at that point there's no there's no reason why 
wow, this is giving Rita not a lot of credit, but like she shouldn't have thought he was going to bust into the house and rape her. Right. Was essentially what ends up happening. Yeah. Um, he tries to. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like, I think Rita realizes like um, he's either going to beat me up right here or I can like lure, lure? Yeah. lure him in. I think she didn't know because she kind of had the bat perfectly when he tries to yeah she definitely does yeah my takeaway from the scene is how much of a caveman is paul where it's like i want my kids i want kids no no let me make it up to you in the bedroom yeah okay okay yeah (laughs) like like a dog like a dog with a treat you know yeah um god (laughs) i hate this paul character um I just, yes, how much and, you know, how terrifying this must be for the kids. No, I know. You know I, yeah, I was up. like really disturbed by this entire thing. And and not that it wasn't, you know, I should have expected something like this because you saw the decline the entire yeah, episode yeah. of his character. But I just really, um, you know, yeah, it was just pretty terrible. The yeah. whole, the whole situation. And then Dexter back at his apartment puts on some CCR and indulges in the memory of his father. Again, Dexter clearly has feelings. Yeah. Um, and while realizing Harry lied to him, a, a pretty big lie, we see Rudy going back to the house to take care of um, unfinished business with this Aww. old lady. Dexter, while he's doing this montage, you know, says to himself, why would Harry lie? And the camera, that's the moment the camera's on Rudy, mm-hmm. like kind of going to the house, which is... It does beg the question, why did Harry lie? Yeah. You know, I guess we will find out. Um, and, you know, the last thing Dexter says is maybe Rudy was right. Maybe you can never truly know someone. Yeah. And that's how our episode ends. Any closing thoughts before no, we No, again, I, I did not think it was as lully yeah. as, you know, I, th- I thought it was... Less action, more good story plot. Exactly, definitely, definitely more like in depth story yeah. plot. More, um, more questions. I feel like, yeah, like, yeah. like, oh, I'm excited for yeah, you yeah. know to see how this plays out. Um, no, I, I thought it was good. I'm excited. Yeah, um, we definitely have a great three episodes coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so again, we're on we're on Twitter and Instagram at Digging Podcast. Um, we are on Facebook at Digging Dexter. Um, our email is diggingdexter@gmail.com. Write into us in, in whichever way format we, whatever you think about season two. Do you want <laughs> this? Basically, all hinges on you. Do you want Marissa to binge watch it, and that's how we attack season two, or we go week by week? Yeah. Um, you'll determine what we do over the break. <laughs> yeah. You, you being the listener. Please um, give us your opinion though, because that's you know, yeah. it, it, you guys are the listeners, so it matters yeah. most to us what you guys think. That being said, we will talk to you next week as we discuss episode 10 of season one. Seeing red. Oh, there we go. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye.